Hello and welcome to season two, episode one of the Blockchain Bandits. We're back. We're back. Mm-hmm. You're here with me, Jeff. Myself, Courtney. And me, Andy. Yeah. And like I said, we're back. You guys thought we were dead. You thought <laughs> because the cryptocurrency market was is down at the moment, we've just run off because we've lost all our money and our investments. No, you're wrong because we're we actually we're doing okay actually we're alright um I don't know the blockchain is still alive that's one of our topics today actually because a lot of people think that because cryptocurrency market has dropped although it was still well above what it was the same time the previous year they thought ah oh, this blockchain thing must have just been a whole big scam or yeah it's dead or blah 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 little do you know that the blockchain has steadily been growing and and I, I'd like to say in the background but not really in the background it's just that people haven't been paying attention because they're um, they've just taken their eye off of it because they're I don't know maybe they lost a bit of money in the cryptocurrency market or it's just um, they've just not paid attention because they, they don't see these all time highs or it's not as apparent in the news um, I don't know the blockchain, there's a lot of things that have gone on that we could discuss, but yeah, I'm sure the guys have their take. Well, first of all, guys, we are not financial advisors. Just going to put that clear. We are not financial advisors. Except Courtney. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, no, God. He's not a financial um, advisor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I think personally, um, a lot of people burnt after the new year. Um, and you know the markets were going crazy everybody was jumping in jumping in at the all-time highs you know something we always advise against um, and I think they were burnt by the fact that they jumped in at the wrong time um, they saw the markets drop and they looked into you know their account and think, thought to themselves damn mm. damn Daniel um, and then uh, you know I think since then um, it's dropped and a lot of people that you know maybe got in at a low and then they they sold high, and then they said to themselves, you know what? Whoa, the market looks pretty tasty right now, and they're jumping back in, mm. or they've jumped back in a bit a while ago when the you know market did drop, and was at an all time low or for that period of time at least. Um, you know, I think it's benefiting people there, um, but I think you just got a balance of those people that you know lost out and people that actually are, are gaining or that they've locked out in some shape or form. Um, you know me myself look at it as you know it's, it's just how the markets go it's volatile you know mm-hmm. why would i complain it's it's a it's a case of what is my next step what's my next move and and i'll run it that way um ultimately it's not about the coin itself it's about the tech so yeah andy yeah exactly just to add on on that point like um we've always um advocated the technology of blockchain mm-hmm. um the cryptocurrency market obviously we we We've said before uh, that uh, markets go up and down, and what we caught at the end of uh, the beginning of the year was the market transitioning from an up to a down. Um, whether uh, the market will recover to highs of uh, 15-20k, who knows? Uh, but we've always been optimistic in the fact that blockchain as a technology will continue to grow and. From what um, we've seen from um, the, uh, the the uh, the past few months, is that um, technology the technology has 
been growing in businesses. Mm. There's been more startups with mm. blockchain, uh, what want to uh, um, use uh, the power of blockchain technology. There's businesses which are um, uh, looking for uh, people to, uh, like for blockchain developers yeah. um, to actually get into the scene. So um, yeah, maybe the market has uh, lost the money. Maybe the cryptocurrency has, has gone down and there's not so much hype. But other than the market, it has continued to grow to insane heights and uh, it looks very promising for 2018 in terms of technology and we all know that the, uh, how businesses go there's going to be fruitation of uh, the, the businesses uh, uh, which is going to show in the cryptocurrency markets there, there are some promising uh, um, technology updates um, in, 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 the, in the next few quarters so yeah it, again as always this scene is super exciting so it looks good yeah just to follow on that as well some of you may know that i'm actually working um in the industry the blockchain technology industry like actively and i can say firsthand that yeah it's definitely still booming it's definitely still growing um the i was at the blockchain expo actually um this week early on this week and it I, we went to the blockchain expo last year and it was huge this year like it was huge there was so many people there so many protocols so many people from outside the industry looking to learn more about blockchain technology because they know it's here to stay um we've said this so many times that like, it's here to stay and stuff and yeah uh, but it's it, it really is and it's not just here to stay it's here to grow it's here to develop it's here to become better and it's one of those things that if you take your eye off of it before you know it, it's already blown up and you'll be like, damn, like, I wish I was there as it was growing. I wish I kept my eye on it. Maybe there was something I could have utilized that could have helped me in some way. Maybe something in terms of maybe an investment or maybe in terms of just some sort of tech you could have used for yourself or an idea. Um, just something. Uh, you don't ever want to be in a position where you you just regret basically so if you do believe in this then keep your eye on it because it is definitely growing like trust me it's definitely here to grow um but yeah moving on from that subject um we want to start talking about this new token that courtney found i don't know what corners of the internet this guy <laughs> found this in but you guys can make your own judgments as to I don't know how seedy this is or not. Um, it's called Bunny Token, isn't it, Courtney? Uh, first and foremost, um, I don't go around looking for such things at all <laughs> in any shape or form. You know, I'm an avid YouTube user. And um, for those of you that most likely join me in that sentiment, you'd understand that sometimes when in YouTube, you know, um, things are advertised to you. I don't know if it's Google's way of saying, you know what, you know, this is the type yeah, of thing you like. Most likely digging myself a greater hole here. They but do like they do like um uh catered uh, advertising. Definitely, but I think it's because I love blockchain. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> It's simply pushing uh, these types of things. I, think I've think seen more like... than just bunny token. I've seen <laughs> another yet, ice. And yet we are talking about bunny token <laughs> yeah, right are, now. Bro. Here we are, bro. 
that being said, I've seen more than just Bunny Token. Uh, there's been other ICOs. One that I'm going to drop next week, um, which is quite in- exciting in my opinion. Um, if you love like Azure and you're into like the whole cloud computing environment. Um, that being said, um, this was just an advertisement that popped up. I decided, you know what? Whoa, why is it pushing this uh, this this token? When we look into this now. For those of you that are totally unaware of what we're talking about, if you haven't, you know, taken in all the innuendos, um, Bunny Token is a, a t- you know token for the adult industry, basically. And um, as you can already tell by my nervous laughter and all the rest of it, it's not normally the thing that people like to praise. It's normally the underground side of the world. And we always talk about, you know, um, cryptocurrencies and blockchain being used potentially for criminal activity and i think the other side of that in terms of the underground world is you know like the endo industry and stuff like that um but i think it's actually quite interesting um bunny token in terms of the use case for it um believe it or not um you know for those of you that don't know um you know the adult industry is actually a multi-billion uh, dollar industry a lot of money goes into it you know um a lot a lot a lot <laughs> yeah many people spend money yeah big time big time you know some people just can't get it like that and even if they do then they still sometimes find themselves you know spending you know money on it so um the key thing really when when you think about that is that if there's so much money in it why don't we have a payment solution for it you know and you think why maybe well here here it is like at the end of the day if you want to pay for these types of things, normally you want to be anonymous, you want to um, pay from your bank account and basically do it quite fast and, you know, have low fees, all the rest of it. You don't want to be paying for it and then have an additional fee for paying for this type of service, that type of thing. Um, so <laughs> the Bunny Token offers that. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting those looks from the guys, but the Bunny Token offers those the, the kind of benefits of that. Um, basically... Because it's on the blockchain, it can be, um, it's quite secure. It's a, a stable service. Banks um, aren't so involved. So um, in terms of um, companies, normally, you know, there's a transaction between the, your, you as the, cl- the customer and um, the company. And normally banks will charge an extra fee because of the risk within that industry, um, which bumps up the price of whatever you're paying for, you know, whatever you're paying for. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, the bunny token ensures that this is not really the case. Um, and yeah, as I say, you know, it's kind of interesting. They're they're, they're planning on um, pretty much taking over the entertainment industry in terms of payment options. Um, and you know, they see themselves as being on the same level eventually as like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, etc. They're pushing themselves towards the top exchanges and you know saying like look this is where we're going to be um eventually you you need to push us up and you know allow people to um transact with with our token um they are based on ethereum um i believe solidity is the main use um behind them or ba- main yeah, language behind them language, yeah. um for, yeah for the smart contract that's andy saying and uh yeah like you know they're hoping to kind of partner up with about 200 businesses and individuals within that industry which i would assume is quite substantial um and if i think yeah if you read the right paper and you kind of do a bit of research behind them you find that their 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 look on the face value of things quite good but if you really don't dive into it 
um, it does look like they're focused a lot on the token, um, and that's a bit worrying to me personally. Um, you know, the even the advertisements that they're pushing out and and stuff like that. The guys looked at it this morning with me. Yeah, mm. I have some issues with bunny <laughs> token. <laughs> um, apart from I don't know, you know, with all um like like jokes aside and stuff, you can pay for whatever you want as long as it's legal on the internet. Like um, yeah. you know, do what you want, but. That has I have no issue with that. I I, I honestly think it's uh, like a, a good use case. Like um, Courtney's saying, um, I think it's a good idea. But in terms of the way it's being marketed, it raises so many flags. They're dropping words like "oh, instant returns on your investment." Oh, token the value of the token will instantly go up if this happens and that happens. And they're probably trying to push. Oh yeah, buy our token, you'll make loads of money. And that just screams Ponzi yeah. to me. It just yeah. screams Ponzi, and really, it's not. To be honest, they shouldn't be marketing like this because they're like even for them, they're putting themselves in the danger zone. You know, just um, getting um, loads of invest like putting out that it's going to be a great investment without any regulation. I'm sure a lot of these things are against the FCA or FCC sort of regulations where you can't, you know, promote investments in this way. Um. So I I think regulation is gonna play like long term. If I was looking to get involved on Bunny Token, I would be thinking about regulations down the line, how it's gonna affect uh Bunny Token. Uh, but at the same time, it tells me that what are they trying to cover up? Like what they're trying to make up for? If they're just selling me that the value of the token, you should be selling me the use case. That's what you should be selling me. You should be telling me how much I, what I can do with it, not what return I could get on the token. It's not supposed to be an investment vehicle. It's supposed to give me access to uh, technology, essentially. Yeah, and I think, um, again, whilst we're not financial advisors in any shape or form, it is something to look at. Um, you know, they do have a, refer a, refer have a referral program as well, guys. Um, yeah. But, you know, that being said, I'm going to stop joking now about it. It's, yeah. it's, 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 I think just right. Um, your use case should be more important than the actual token and the coin. Um, but, and, I th and this is a big but, I think the the issue here is that for them to push the use case to the uh, companies, the businesses, the individuals, um, the exchanges and everything behind, you know, the scenes, they have to have a token that everybody's investing in. Mm -hmm. So I think what they're trying to do right now, at least their market strategy right now, is to push the token yeah, as much as possible. Token for porn, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's what they're doing. And if, if they can get like a lot of people investing and they can show, look, we've got all this intention, like, and maybe they've even agreed, you know, if they get one people at like, 1 billion tokens and it's at a good price, then they automatically get like a number of contracts, yeah. you know? So that's what I reckon they're pushing for. Yeah, like, um, there are some you can tell they've done some good moves like i like overall i don't really i'm not for it too much i mean i understand it why and i understand the the, the positives of it the fact is uh the whole demographic they're going towards are men uh around like um because i mean more more men actually watch porn yeah. um if you look at now in the cryptocurrency scene it's uh, we were just talking about it earlier it was it's it's, it's men around our age, so like uh, twenty uh, in our twenties to thirty-five, is actually the range. Is the range yeah. of um, I think on the, uh, the highest amount in the bell curve. But yeah. um, so they they they're kind of hitting it from an angle. Well, f from from the angle of okay, so these the uh, um, the 
like let's say 20 to 35 year old men are, are really into cryptocurrencies oh funny fact oh they're really into porn as well <laughs> so let, let, let's give them the option of making money and they could use their profits to buy porn which is basically how, the, how they're going to go about it i mean the, the idea is um okay so i don't know let's say i don't really buy porn okay brazzlers or whatever it's called mm. um you pay your subscription using this uh this uh so this token mm. and uh they're using the whole fact that it's 100 percent anonymous because maybe some people don't want their credit cards uh, being put on uh, uh, adult uh, websites, and uh, like, and it's and it's supposed to generate profit if you're holding some. Mm. Uh, here's one of the issues I have, and I understand where uh, like the whole legalities of it. Uh, the main issue I have is um, from 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 the beginning of the internet, uh, porn has always been there. There's yeah. a lot of websites of porn. A lot of websites of porn, hundreds of thousands, not millions, websites of porn. And now here's the thing. A lot of people don't actually pay for their porn. Yeah. That's the issue. And they, they, I think they know that. Because yeah. here's, the, here's the thing, which is actually on their website. The, ent- the entertainment industry is best classified as high risk by payment providers and banks and are often completely rejected, putting the business and the individual under constant threat of being blocked for their hard earned cash. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. They would say that. The banks understand, the, the, uh, like, here's the thing, we, we don't really like banks, but banks are very smart people, mm. and they understand where risk, risk, risk lies. And now they, they're probably saying, why would we invest in a company which, uh, I mean, is offering, the, is selling the service of porn? Okay, fair enough, it's a, it's a, it's a great industry, it's, it's, it makes a lot of money, but the fact is that there's a lot of risk because it could just be put online for free. Yeah. And the cost of having to uh, search for the, uh, these videos, is, it, costs, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, yeah you have to sign up with some sort of anti-piracy company that scans the internet with mm. an algorithm and it costs a lot of money. And even those algorithms, there's ways to hide from them. So exactly. it's, um, it's a high risk um, yeah, industry, like you were saying, Andy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, that, that is, so when, when, when I was watching the video, mm. I saw this after and I was just like, well, they're saying they're, uh, they're promising it's going to go up a, a percent a day mm. and it's going to increase in value per each um, company going in. Uh, maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'll happen. But the, like, the fact is, like, it still doesn't escape the fact that it's, in my opinion, I think it's high risk. Yes. Uh, the the uh, the people in uh, the blockchain the uh, cryptocurrency scene and the people who actually watch porn, mm. same demographic, let's say. But besides that, I mean, uh, I, but it's good that there there should I think there there should be one. They're always gonna be one. I it, it, it kind of what you said. It's mm. it, it, they use case. It makes sense, you know. Mm. It, it makes sense. It does. It, I think it's more porn issues. Yeah. Than cryptocurrency issues. Yeah. So. Uh, if that makes sense. I, I agree. Um, but at the same time, like if someone actually um, dropped in, in the group chat, I'm not sure actually if it was the group chat we're all in, but it might have been one of the group chats I'm in. But someone mentioned that, okay, this is great, but like we were saying, no one actually pays for porn. So yeah. who's going to use the token to pay for porn if they're not using money to pay for porn? 
how do they incentivize that? That's another hurdle they have to c- come over because people could just go on a free porn website and um, and um, you know just watch porn and that's it. You know, just it's free. Yeah. Um, they don't have to worry about paying or anything or having a wallet to hold tokens. It's just they have they'd have to make the the whole they'd have to incentivize it in some way. And it's very possible if you think about it. To it's very easy to incentivize. Um, I don't know, guys who want to watch porn, young guys or young girls even who want to watch porn because, you know, they're, they're going to watch it because, I don't know, they feel like watching, you know, you get that feeling when you want to watch porn, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, they want to, like, it'll be very easy to manipulate someone when they're in that position. Be like, okay, you get this bonus thing if you just sign up to this and um, you, you get you can buy all these tokens and you can get all this bonus crap. Um and yeah, and I think that would work in any industry really, apart from yeah. the porn. If you're in, like, say for example, you're a gamer, and you're on a gaming site, and you it's a free game, and someone tells you, well, if you sign up for this and you buy three of these tokens, you can get all this extra free stuff. In your mind, you might think this is how freemium games work. Yeah. You know, do you think okay, it's just a pound, I'll just I'll spend it, blah blah, I'll I'll buy it, and then it goes and becomes an addiction because the more you get more and more, and you feel like it's worth it in the end to spend all this money by the end of it you don't realise how much money you've actually spent it's a long marketing tool exactly exactly so um, yeah that's it could work for them it just depends how things work out how it's used but there are a lot of hurdles that it needs to overcome yeah I think it I think it's just a balance of probabilities a bit you know um, just as much as most of the entertainment industry, as in outside the adult industry, um, a lot of things can be get gotten for free nowadays. So I think it's how much the actual industry is actually getting for their, you know, in terms of cash. If they're actually getting that much money from people paying for it, or if they're not. And I guess these guys are just looking at clamping, clamping down on the people that actually are paying for it and, and pushing them through that service. But more than so, they're more interested in the investment, really and truly, anyway, that people are promising because then that kind of solves everything else for them in terms of deals with, you know, companies and all the rest of it. So, I think I think it's big in that respect. And I guess you know you've got some guy sitting in his office. He's got like a high-powered job, and he's just sitting there thinking, hmm, my wife hasn't been that great recently. I want to mm-hmm. use you know some sort of site, and I want it to be totally anonymous. Yeah. Uh, you know and that's that's the way he'll go about it yeah, you know yeah. so go on bunny you can do it <laughs> Courtney's a full advocate of bunny talking I wonder why <laughs> I wonder why <laughs> no I, I personally just I like use cases I like to see yeah. um, different um, people looking at you know blockchain and and kind of taking it and applying it to whichever industry mm-hmm. you know I know it's highly frowned upon um, in in, in general society yeah but it's kind of hypocritical because i know most of you listening according to the demographics and the stats if you listen to a, a podcast about cryptocurrencies highly likely that you are an advocate and <laughs> adv- ad- like you watch a lot of porn basically hopefully not at the same time yeah wait if our podcast is in the background <laughs> bro <laughs> Oh no! Please turn it off now. If that's what you're doing. Please and watch it later at another oh. time. Please. Um, but yeah, um, moving on. Yeah. From the, the from that, um, Amazon 
have brought out a sandbox of kinds for um, blockchain development. So yeah. if you're into developing, this is going to be very interesting for you if you haven't heard it or you want to get into blockchain developing or just fan of blockchain um, as a whole. Anyway, this is big news. So yeah, Andy, let us know. Yeah, so um, Amazon Web Services, so uh, in direct competition with uh, Google Cloud mm -hmm. and uh, Microsoft Azure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Dave brought out something big on Thursday and it's got a lot of uh, developers uh, excited. Um, users will now be able to create their own blockchain application via the Amazon Web Service CloudFormation template tool to, uh, to avoid the time-consuming manual setup of their blockchain networks. So basically, what that means is out the box, um, Amazon Web Services allows you to um, just get a um, Ethereum blockchain, a private or public Ethereum blockchain running, or a Hyperledger blockchain running. Um, relatively quick, just, yeah, again, out the box. Um, it's free other than the fact that you need, uh, if, unless you're using particular services they, they're offering, so hosting, for example. But uh, in the de developing community, it's, 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 it's is very like it's good news. It's very good news. Um, it's it's gonna cut down a lot of time. Um, having to um, set up a, um, a blockchain uh, manually is uh, like for like for example, if you're not to if you didn't have the experience, mm -hmm. uh, would be um, very difficult. Difficult and time consuming, especially mm -hmm. if you're uh, by yourself. Yeah. Um, this might actually get people broken into understanding how it should look. Of um, setting up a um, a uh, a Ethereum blockchain or a Hyperledger blockchain. Um, obviously, it's not go it's not going to um, it's not it's still going to cause you to actually you're you're still going to need to be able to understand what's yeah, going on. Of course, yeah. Uh, you can't. It's not just like oh, up and running, and now I've got my own yeah, ICO, exactly, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna profit. Um, it's, we're not quite there yet, and I I don't think uh, techies would make it that easy. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, but they're def they're using the tools to make it easier for themselves. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's honestly some promising stuff. Yeah. Um, as a techie, it makes me uh, wonder like, well, I think Microsoft Azure and uh, yeah, Google Cloud trouble. are in a bit of trouble <laughs> because that is a big deal. Because yeah. again, as we were saying earlier, mm -hmm. uh, the amount of businesses and the amount of startups yeah. who are looking at blockchain as a, as a, as a solution. Yeah. To a problem it's growing now if for example as a developer if you've just got aws and you've you understand the yeah. the, the, the service mm. putting that on your cv is a big deal yeah um especially if you're looking for blockchain positions yeah. which is probably what i'm gonna start yeah <laughs> <laughs> jumping into but yeah um yeah like 100 percent is huge like i know a lot of um startups are using aws at the moment already and if they were thinking about getting to the blockchain space, but thought it might be a bit difficult and time consuming and costly. Um, now they've got an, a solution with a service they're already familiar with or signed up to. Um, this is like, it's another push for ICOs. We're going to see way more ICOs in my opinion. Um, we're going to see loads of things blowing up in the blockchain yeah. space. Those are companies that were on the fence are now going to be like, okay, let's give it a go. Let's do this. Um, it's it's big, like it's it's big big news. And 
like um, Andy said, Google and Microsoft are going to be thinking, oh crap, and they're going to be like, okay, let's 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 do this for ourselves. Let's try and make a better version to compete, and that will force other people to come out the like out the woodworks with their own versions, and it's just going to explode. Competition in this space is really really good, and uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I just really would want to see what people actually do with it. Um, I think that's going to be the most exciting thing, really. Um, as, as Jeff says, it's going to cause competition. I think Amazon are actually one of the first to do it just because of the way their business runs anyway. There is a bit of, you know, almost decentralization in their business. It's not the fundamental part of it, but there is some there. So I guess they can appreciate the space, if anything else, where I think personally um google and microsoft are a bit behind in that um naturally they want to dominate um and that's their main focus um you know that being said it's, it's going to be really interesting to see where, where where this goes yo um and yeah that's that's it really yeah, yeah I, I definitely think that google and amazon uh google and uh microsoft are, gonna, are already working on their so- a solution whether it be known to the public or not um i because a lot of te- techies understand the power of the technology. So, um, and the fact that Amazon uh, now has brought out this uh, solution which allows people to use blockchain templates, it gives more kind of um, credibility to bro- the bro- blockchain mm-hmm. um, and Ethereum. Um, yeah. Well, I guess it mainly relies, well, I would like to see what Google have up its sleeve mm. you know microsoft has worked um in a blockchain um environment quite a bit you know they they have their hands in you know developing uh assisting developers with solidity within um the, you know visual studio they have uh, you, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. iota they've they've worked with as well mm. um so they do have some things but i think in terms of this specific thing they haven't looked mm. potentially maybe into it or maybe it's a future plan of theirs but i think you know they're doing their little bit but I think they could do a bit more, um, considering you know they're they're the most powerful tech company in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Google, on the other hand, I, I don't know if they've done that much with blockchain. Well, Google, I've been very upset with you, Google. If you're listening, <laughs> guy at Google, head of Google, or the Google hive mind, um, because you know Google brought out this thing where they banned. I well, I can understand why they did it. They banned advertising of ICOs, and uh, well, they haven't done it yet. But in July onwards. You won't be able to advertise ICOs on in on Google or through the Google Ads. Um, they're not the only people to do this. I think Mailchimp, Twitter, and other social media websites um, are going in this direction. I don't know. I understand, obviously, like a lot. Of, like I've said a lot of times, a lot of ICOs are trash. But you know, there are some that are good, and I didn't think see the point of punishing the good ones and stifling the tech the tech in that way because you know google's obviously the biggest platform you can get so where are these good icos supposed to get heard you know this it's very difficult but um and and considering that google own youtube as well you know is so that's going to be out the window which is a huge one for that market Um, I think Google is kind of like dealing with. I'm, I'm sure they're working on. Well, uh, looking at this article here, mm. I just found. Um, mm. Yeah, bo- Google are working on their own uh, blockchain-related technology. Yeah. They're working on their own digital ledger. Yeah. Um, but I guess I don't know if it's uh, Google, like or Alphabet, yeah. like they're 
uh, when it comes to YouTube, mm. there, there's a the, the YouTube uh, kind of scene is dealing with this whole like uh, free speech mm. um, scenario at yeah. the moment. Uh, what is what is a hate speech? Yeah. Um, like, I I don't know. They they they're, they're so ingrained in that right yeah. now. Um, but I'm sure because it's such a large company like Alphabet, like, yeah, they can yeah. surely um, bring uh, uh, like bring out something. Yeah. Is it like a, just a scheme for them to corner the market a bit more? Maybe, perhaps. Maybe it was a t- they were just trying to kill the market a bit more whilst it was down, mm. get confidence out so they could buy tokens. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just making up stuff. Google, please don't be upset with me. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a tricky situation. It's hard to gauge why they're exactly that's happening. Obviously, we know there's scams and stuff, but there's scams in every single industry, and they haven't banned a whole. Like, there's scams, for example, in the finance industry, but they're not going to ban finance ads, are they? Mm. You know, there's there a lot of scams in the Forex market, like, in terms of, like, dodgy brokers and, and dodgy um, Ponzi schemes, and they haven't banned, um, you know, ads for Forex. So uh, it's, it's a very, very tricky um, oh. one to understand there. Potentially, it's government-driven. Uh, that could be another aspect, maybe. Maybe, but the government haven't imposed any regulations mm, or true. anything about that they've actually openly said that they want to leave as much space for the right. blockchain yeah for growth for blockchain to explore itself and to evolve and then once it gets to a sort of a critical point they'll step in and be like yeah. okay this is the framework because they're still learning about themselves exactly it's still, it's still such a new technology and i mean like how um what was it, it was like 19 no, was it 1970s when uh, the government actually decided to get involved with the banks and be like yeah you guys are doing yeah exactly or tried to anyway yeah yeah um and we all know how that went yeah. but um yeah like uh it it, it I don't know if certain companies are getting a particular favour because of uh, uh, who they are. Yeah. I, I know that um, uh, Theresa May, obviously we're, we're based in the UK, mm-hmm. um, Theresa May has said that they, uh, they're looking to um, uh, transition um, the UK from a, uh, a company which uh, offers high class financial services yeah. to more tech. Yeah, they um a lot of money is going in towards tech, so your fintech technology companies mm-hmm. and your your technology startups. So um, yeah, it'll be like I think it's it's for the best for uh, governments to allow blockchain to grow. Uh, however, that doesn't that doesn't mean to say that it's okay for technology companies to um exploit um their user the users using their services yeah. or uh what their, their tools. yeah and all exploit exactly because mm-hmm. uh, when when the exploitation happens that's where the regulation happens yeah. i mean look at zuckerberg yeah well yeah there you go that's another another topic i think we're going to probably speak about in the next one you know the data protection yeah. and things like that and how, where blockchain comes into into play on that but i think for now we've come to an end of episode one of season two of the blockchain bandits podcast hope you guys enjoyed it please leave a like a comment let us know what you think let us give us your opinions we want you guys to get active really want you guys to let us know your opinions if you haven't already join our whatsapp group we'll probably start a telegram group soon as well um you know subscribe on twitter on um youtube Castbox, uh itunes and you'll get these podcasts um, every time they come out, you know, you you get it.
right on your device you get to hear our voices and listen to us wherever you are whatever you're doing except for if you are watching the board. Okay. <laughs> please please don't do that but yeah um, <laughs> um we'll, we'll we'll see you guys next time um see ya and that's the end from blockchain jeff and uh see you later guys have a good one enjoy the weather if it's good for you now it's supposed to go terrible and start snowing next week so you know make sure you've got your coats ready yeah see you guys soon <laughs>